Yo, this charisma. And I'm Cody for today. <laughs> nah, I just figured that we we could switch. Cause sometimes you don't want to always be too formal. This is Cody. Hey, charisma. And you are now listening to the random combos from the couch podcast. Which you really are listening to the random combos from the couch that's, podcast. That's not how we start. But hey, y'all, it's charisma. That's how we do start. And Cody here too. What up, y'all? Uh, so. Flop partner. Yeah. Be. So, y'all, this this week has been very interesting mm-hmm. to say the least, as far as what's been going on, like in the world and stuff. Um, some people was just acting crazy. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Today was a uh, or not today. This week has been. I don't know. Freaks come out at night. Freaks come out in the week. Idiots, idi- idiots galore. People just been really showing themselves. People were showing their ass. It For was, sure. but you know what? Just like how when we started last week's show and we really didn't have a whole lot, so we just gonna go in with whatever. And then you yeah. said sometimes that could be a good week. I was like, sometimes I like the bullshit because the bullshit sometimes. I mean, sometimes I like I said I do like when people are normal. Sometimes I do like you know the BS, but then when it's Stuff like this, this BS is like oh, some stuff I just don't. Yeah, but but then again, like I, I said, it makes good content. Um, I guess. Let's, uh, oh, Go ahead. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Te- technical difficulty. Anyway, um, so let's did? just dive in. Huh? What technical difficulty did we just have? I don't know. We just it was kind of like was no. I was telling you to go ahead and start the topic. I got you. Well, so we're gonna start off like this. Um, All Star Weekend had just ended in, in Atlanta, and it was a. You know, the game itself, it was going to be different because it was literally just one day. But, of course, um, you know, the mayor of Atlanta was like, hey, everybody, can you just refrain from coming to our city this week? And we they just, didn't listen. Of course, you know, that was just the whole deal. So, there was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that was fake. Uh, you I know. didn't watch it, so I don't really know. Because you told me everything was just being done in one day. So. Yeah. Uh, they which, didn't have the whole weekend like they typically do. Yeah, I, I do commend them for, for doing what they could do. Um, for for the basketball world, um, Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid can play because their barber caught COVID. So that has to suck that you made that trip about to play in front of the most. Are they good? The, well, well, never mind. They all stars. <laughs> yeah, well, especially Joel Embiid. Like he is in the MVP talks this year. You know, and this boy has just been putting up some numbers. And Ben Simmons has always been pretty solid. But what team do they play for? Both for the 76ers, Both from the same team. So you know, they got the same barber. Um, which is crazy because they both grew out the hair, so it was almost like, uh, really, are they just getting edge ups? But but anyway, oh. um, he caught they, you know, he they caught well, they didn't catch it, excuse me, but the barber did. Mm-hmm. Um, so people was like, damn, doesn't it suck that uh, you have a player that is in Atlanta right now that y'all could have chosen for the All Star, which was Trey Young, and he didn't get selected this year, which was kind of like, damn, they had nobody from that city representing Atlanta, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy. Game was good. Uh, it made it made me wish that Steph Curry and LeBron James was on the same team. That'll never happen. That yeah, that won't happen. I won't say never. It, uh, well, do I, they both play the same position. No, they don't. One's a point guard. One wow. one is in that Steph Curry, and then LeBron is typically as a small forward. I don't think that would ever happen because I don't think it would ever be fair. They're both too good of players, and I feel like every other team, every time they would play them, would just be at no, not downplaying their other players on other teams. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it would just seem like they would be at a disadvantage. It just wouldn't be fair. But see, you just but you got to play the the game. And plus two, 
they have salary caps, so it would never happen. Oh, they're I mean, both top, the top earners yeah, of their teams. I'm yeah, sure. but here's the thing, boo. What's gonna happen is is that some niggas is gonna get dropped. I mean, then, I, I understand that, mm-hmm. but they also need to have so many people on the team, and I don't think uh, people would want to sign with them. Like, oh, we can only pay you a million just because we're already at it. We've already reached half our salary cap well, with these two people alone. So people, then the rest, how many people on the team? It's like fifteen, then twelve actually get on the uh, like be on like. Totally so then the other 13 yourself. people got to get the rest of whatever's remainder. Yeah. I don't think it would ever happen. Well, okay, not but I'm never going to say never. I mean, if it don't happen, it don't happen. I mean, I you do th- like What's the what's the chances of it happening? Uh, Honestly. A good chance, I say about 40. About 40%. You know, later on if you know somebody's contract ends and somebody make a bid for it, you know. Got it, but Yeah. I, I I got you, but at the end of the day, I would like to see that. You know, I ain't gonna front, it, but preferably on the Lakers because I like the Lakers more than I like the Warriors. Um, but it is what it is. But the game was good. Team LeBron did win, um, <laughs> in big fashion. You know, Dame Lillard hitting the, that half court three because uh, you know you got to make it interesting. Slam dunk competition was really kind of it. Actually, it was better than what it. Supposed to be. Everybody thought it was bad. It was actually good. It was a lot of, but the the judges were great. As in, like the people they, they selected. Celebrities? Huh? No, that's what I like. No more celebrity judges. I don't need DJ Khaled, con, you know, construct constructing, criticizing, yeah. or critiquing. There we go. That's the word. I was saying all the c words to critique a dunk, knowing the fact that I don't think he's ever jumped lately. You know, mm-hmm. to he be honest. I mean, he's lost weight, but I mean, but then again, I mean, who who would you rather have? Somebody that's won a slam dunk competition before in the past, or DJ? So, were the judges this year actually celebrities? I mean, not celebrities, uh, athletes. Yes, they. Every one of them has won a slam dunk competition at least once well, or twice. That's good. So they know. So they got what it should be exactly, and it took it to five. You know, um, but and some of them dunks like when they played them back were actually worth talking about um but of course it was just three people this year it was a little different they had to kind of like rush through it a little bit because it was during halftime all that i did like the representation of the whole game being hbcu type thing especially mm-hmm. with uh the interview with uh, michael b jordan and uh, uh vice president harris i wanted to i wanted to give it a vice president the title i just didn't want to say like her name vice president want to put that in there so yeah that's cool. Is yeah. that all that happened? Oh, yeah. And then, of course, all the shenanigans, you know, with the parties and the, you know, new strip club being open. Oh, and um, the the celebrity basketball game between um, from Quavo and... The two-on-two. Yeah, the two-on-two game. Yeah. I didn't, of course, I didn't watch it, but I did see the uh, memes and the jokes and stuff, like, on Twitter and stuff about yeah. Lil Baby and his stretches. His like, stretches and his... He looked like he ain't... Yeah, I was... Because when I saw the highlight, I'm like, I know 2 chains play. I know uh, Quavo play, and I've heard some things about Jack Harlow. I didn't know Lil Baby could play basketball, and then I realized, oh, he don't. So, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was... I mean, it was a, good, a little all-star, but uh, but that same night, you watched uh, Megan and, um, and Prince Harry. I did. So, uh, uh, tell me about that. Yeah, so the... The Megan and Megan Markle and uh, Prince Harry interview, well, bro, it was really good. It definitely uh, shed some light and stuff about what she's been going through. You know, uh, it was though unfortunate to learn though, like uh, how she's been treated. Not even just like, cause we know how like Princess Diana um, died. They always speculated because of like. Uh, like, you know, she was getting chased by, like, the press and stuff, the paparazzi. Right. Um, so, I think 
you kind of already had an idea that, you know, the press always like to talk about Megan and stuff and never in a positive light. But it was kind of heartbreaking to know that the royal family is not trying to protect her. Mm -hmm. And then it was also heartbreaking to know too, like, or to learn that their her, her and Harry's son, you know, when she was pregnant, they were like, oh, he's not going to get a title. Mm. He's not going to get protected. He won't have security. And her and Harry were like, why not? Right? Like, yeah. he's he's a royal. Yeah. His, his dad is a prince. His great-grandmother is Queen Elizabeth. Why doesn't he get the same treatment? Treatment, Yeah, the same treatment as his cousins. Like William and Kate's two kids. Right. They get security. They get titles. Why doesn't my child get any? And she said they would, uh, they call, because, uh, you know, you have, like, the royal family, and then you have, like, something they call the institution, okay. which is the people that actually run the royal family. And so she said she asked them, and they never gave her a reason why. Mm. And then she had also said that the question was never asked, brought up to her, but uh, it was brought up to Harry how there was a concern about, well, how dark is the child going to be? That's crazy. Yeah, and I, honestly, I feel like that's such an ignorant question. One, mainly because, do you see how light she is? Even though Megan, she, I think she does identify as being black, but she can pass as a white woman. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I thought when the first time I saw her on um, Suits on uh, USA, and I like that. I thought she was like Italian. I'm not gonna. Yeah, fight. like, and it's such an ignorant question because Harry is full on white. Mm -hmm. She's half white. She looks. She could pass as a white lady. Yeah. So how do you think that baby gonna come out? You think it's going to be dark skin? That's an ignorant question. You should know that baby's going to come out being quite fair. Yeah. So, but yeah. the fact that that was even a question that was being raised was shocking. And then it was also um, sad to learn, too, that Harry lost his security. He's a prince. Like, did they volunteer to leave? Because I'm sure they didn't get fired. No, but they left because of them Megan being treated unfairly and her asking, her and Harry both asking the institution, like, hey, um, the press is making all these rumors. Can you defend me and say this is not true? Mm -hmm. And they didn't do it. It's correct. See, that is just and, heartbreaking. And Harry said that he felt that it was time to leave because he didn't want history repeating itself mm -hmm. like how his mom died. And so, you know, it, it they said that they, you know, they moved to Canada. And then when they were in Canada, that's when the institution told them that, Harry, well, you're not going to get security. So he's like, so I'm, I'm going to be in Canada where people know that I am and I can't protect my family. Right. And so... They took away his, uh, his security, mm -hmm. and then they cut him off financially. Dang. All because he's with a black woman, and so he, so uh, Megan had said that, so you know they had to leave, so they moved to, they went to California, and Megan said that Tyler Perry uh, offered 
for them to stay in his house, mm-hmm. and he paid for their security for them to have. And Harry was saying that uh, luckily he has the money from his mom's inheritance. Uh, to that's, cover it? That's been helping them. Like, oh, okay, I see what you mean. To pay for stuff, and they've started like a company since then, but, you know, he was saying how he lost his security, they cut him off financially. And, you know, he's in the military, he got all these, like, badges of honor, stuff like that, all these rankings. They stripped him of everything. They they can do that? Like, they, they, I guess the royal family can. That's some good. Ain't it, though? And it's like, wow, and it's like, all because he's, all because... Like the, the common denominator. Yeah, because she married he married someone that's black. And of course, you know, when Oprah was asking them, like, well, who posed the question about who's gonna be like, what color is the child gonna be like how dark? He was like, I'm not gonna answer that. He said, I never will. Um, but it did come out, uh, he said that his grandmother had always been supportive. Um and his grandfather has, mm-hmm. and it was never them. Okay. But it's like it's like really unfortunate to like to learn that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not shocked. It's just like, you know, black people are treated unfairly all over the world. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I mean, that's gonna be a common theme probably of this this episode. Probably like hit yeah. expect you know bits and pieces. But it just it just kind of sucks. And then you know after the interview came out, uh, you know. Uh, the next day, uh, Piers Morgan, you know, he's a Britain and Englishman. Mm-hmm. And they have a show in the UK, like Good Morning America. It's called Good Morning Britain. And, of <laughs> course, they were talking about the interview. And I didn't know this, but I guess for years, uh, Piers Morgan has been, has spoken negatively about Meghan Markle. Uh, for years, he's like, he doesn't believe anything she says. She's a liar. You know, he didn't believe that the royal family treated her this way. Things of that nature. Right. So, the next day they came out, it was like a, a clip that had been uh, circulating like on Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where they were saying how it was a video. Piers Morgan had, he did an interview, was like on a talk show. I don't know how long ago this was. But uh, he was talking about his experience with Meghan Markle. And in the clip... He was basically stating that he had met Mark, uh, Meghan Markle. They went out for drinks. And uh, after they went out uh, for drinks, she had left. She was going to a party. And uh, he was like, I, you know, uh, put her in a cab. She went off to a party. Uh, and at the party, she had met Prince Harry. Okay. And then uh, the next night, I guess she went on a date. With Prince Harry. And Piers Morgan has said in the clip. That was the last time. I'd heard from Meghan Markle. He was like. Oh. She ghosted me. And so. People were putting like two and two together. It's so like, he's bitter. Yes. That's why you don't like her. Because she ghosted your ass. And you are a bitter angry man. With a tiny little ego. She bruised your ego. And never since then, on your platform that you have on a news station, you've taken every opportunity to bash this woman. So because so, she turned you down. So it was only one day, one day oh, between like her, like just to I go mean, out for just, a drink. Just from the video, it seemed like it was like one encounter. After that, she met 
Harry, and she never talked to him again. So he's hurt by that. And so Tuesday morning on the uh, Good Morning British. Yeah, Good Morning Britain show. Britain. One of his co uh, workers, he's a meteorologist, he's actually black. Mm-hmm. He called him out on it. He was like, you know, Pierce, yesterday we heard you go off on a rant for 30 minutes mm. about Meghan Markle. And he was like, what you said? Because in the interview, too, Megan had said that she had she had uh, suicidal thoughts. She wanted to kill herself as far as how the media was portraying her and how the institution wasn't defending her. She wasn't happy. And so that morning in that rant, uh, Pierce said he didn't believe her. That she didn't have suicidal thoughts. He didn't believe that. He was like, I didn't believe a word she says. So that next day, you know, the, the meteorolo- meteorologist was like, you know, listen to you rant. What you said was horrible, mm-hmm. you know? And the guy said, I know that he was like, I know that you and Megan have personal history. I know that she cut you off. As you said it, she ghosted you. He didn't like that. He stormed off. He was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. He left a note. Nope, nope. So he left. And then I think a couple hours later, the network said that he wouldn't be returning. So I don't know if he quit or if he got fired. But they said, though, um, that Monday after his rant, they said that the network got like 17,000 complaints. That's crazy. About peers. About what he said about Megan. So so he just... He should have just kept his mouth shut. It's not... I mean... He he treated I think so from what I'm getting he's probably treated that little drink a little yeah, thing, but like, dang, little like, too much than what it was yeah so she she hurt her ego that much so every chance you've got you bashed her because it also had another clip too before that happened mm-hmm. every time he he like I guess mentioned Meghan Markle he was praising her he didn't say nothing negative about her he was Team Meghan before she ghosted his ass but then afterwards now you a bitter man. <laughs> I don't even know if I would call it ghosting if it was just one day. But I guess maybe he texted her and she didn't reply back. I don't know. But either way, though, get over it. <laughs> yeah. That, all right. Well. And so I'm just like, dang, I know for a fact he really don't like her now. Mm-hmm. You without a job, sir. And and, and with and with and since he's hot as in like. You know, we you know people need to stay away from him probably for a while. He's probably not gonna get a job for a minute. Yeah. Unless if he created his own network, you know. I mean, I don't know, but you bitter though. Yeah. We show we we see where your anger where your anger stems from. Right. But yeah. That was crazy. It was when I saw the clip. out, people was like, "Wow, so that's why you bad. Mm-hmm. You a bitter man. You a punk. She really hurt your feelings, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well. All right. Well. Uh. That was that was very interesting. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll say that. So, um, well, tomorrow, uh, as you know, if you guys are listening to this on a Saturday, uh, tomorrow on the 14th, the 14th, correct? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, so. it's the Grammys. Yeah, it's going to be the Grammys. Yeah. And um, so, you know, Grammys is, you know, of course, the biggest award show for music, you know, each year. Uh, really, I only really care for about maybe 20, 30% of the show anyway, if I'm, if we can be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think, you know, um, there's going to be some people with some awards. So I have it where like, you know, just like I'm doing like a sports prediction. I got like who I feel like is going to win, who I want to win. Right. Okay. Um, just off the bat, just off be- uh, best new artists. Cause you know, I don't have 
all of that. I do feel that Megan got this. I think. I hope so. Who I, she too was and I'm I mean, other people I know just because, like I said, I only paid attention to a little bit of that part was uh was the Doja Cat, which I'm surprised because she's been in there for like a minute, and um, D Smoke is one of those people. Uh, so he's. I, I think, think Doja Cat could win too. Uh, Doja Cat can win. I, I I do think that she has a legitimate chance of winning, especially with you know the TikTok song going pretty nice, and then her actually doing the video, which was the best song on that album. Mm-hmm. So, but I, you know, I think Megan can, but I don't remember the last time a black person maybe won Best New Artist uh, to be in that. that. Uh, so we got Best New Artist. Who you think gonna do the rap thing? Oh, uh, rap. Okay, so the one I love the most, uh, Best Hip Hop Award, and I love every single one of these categories because I thought these albums was great. So I thought about it. I've actually switched it over so many times. Who I think is gonna win? I think it's gonna be Freddie. I really think that Freddie and I don't Alchemist. Even know who's- <laughs> Okay, Not so here's really. the nominees. Uh, D Smoke. Don't know. Huh? I don't know him, so no. Uh, sorry, I, I know I know who he is. I don't but know. But you didn't listen to that. Okay. You heard Alfredo. I know you heard some songs from Alfredo. Yeah. Okay, cool. Written Testimony, uh, uh, J Electronica. Nope. And uh, Nas King Disease. Nope. And the Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Mm. So. These are people you like, so I guess I will go with Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Um, but any one of them wins, I, you know, matter if Nickel wins, Royce the Five Nine. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be. I'll be honest. I'm not really interested in the Grammys this year. I could honestly could care less because I think the only category I really cared about was the R and B, and then the people that's nominated for R and B is not who I wanted. Like Summer Walker should have been nominated, of course, and she wasn't. She had the best R and B album, yeah, of 2019. Was it? Is it 20 or yeah, yeah? Well, end of 2019, yeah, end of 19 because she wasn't eligible when. Yeah, it was like in October when yeah, it came out. Yeah, she didn't get nominated. So honestly, I don't really care for the Grammys this year. I don't. I mean, any category that Megan is nominated in, I hope she wins it. Mm-hmm. But everything else, I don't care. Okay. Because even like with the rap, Pop Smoke should be nominated. He wasn't. He, 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 Pop Smoke has a nomination. Um, but I feel like he could for Dior. But he could. You don't think he could have got like rap album? Or I know people were mad that Lil Baby didn't get nominated. Like mm-hmm. there were other rappers. I mean, because for who? The, no, not you know, discrediting discrediting him. But who talks about D Smoke? Well, it was it was the fact that for because pop is all you know this is all gonna I be know, popularized but, but, from but that Netflix ta- show. But who talks about D Smoke? A lot of people. I mean, but yeah. it's well, yeah, it's just but you the thing is, well, I do. I I literally say I love every cat- every rap album in this category. So I'm at the same time I'm like anyone can win, and I'm totally fine with it. So at the same time, I don't know. You listen to his album, yeah. Was it just like a one a one time thing? No, it was it was a few times because he had he literally has one song on that that I just like listen to the most because it's one of those things I can just like vibe to. It's called Fallen. It's dope. And he had, and the features he had on there he had Snoop, he had Ari Lennox, he had his brother Sir, mm-hmm. you know Jill Scott. He had he had a complete project that was good. It's a storytelling type of album, and that's the albums I like the most. Okay. Um, other than that, I feel like Savage could win. Um, the box has. Uh, what is this? What category is this? Um. So for uh for like Savage, I think best rap song. I think Savage has a a good chance of winning. Other ones I feel like could also win on that one is uh Rockstar. Um. Cause you know. I don't like that song. I I, I feel you don't. Uh, and I know, and I get. It. I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan of that song either. But at the same time, it did kind of it blew up. Like we talking about to the point where everybody was listening to it. So that song as well. But I feel like the box. Tamisha win um best uh, melodic uh rap performance because mm-hmm. you know they that was in there. 
Um, and I think, uh, I mean. Is that it? I mean, it, of course. Uh, then Chloe and Bailey for Do It for Best R&B Song. Of the for what? Show. Best R&B Song. Oh. oh. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said, I thought you were trying to say duet. Oh, no. And you said do it. No, yeah. The song Do It. <laughs> <laughs> on there and everything um and of course i think black parade from uh beyonce i, I could see it winning best uh, who was it nominated black. against huh what song is that for a black parade yeah what category uh best r&b performance what's the card what's the other song uh you got janea aiko and john legend with uh lightning and thunder i don't know that song what's that um one? jacob uh coyer don't uh, know who that is either okay goat head from um don't know that is you're not gonna know everybody. So. Uh, I mean, that Beyonce song was okay. Yeah, but I mean, I, from, I probably, I from those from probably, those categories, I probably listened to that song one time. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Oh. yeah I'm fine. Okay. Yeah. Is that all you got for the Grammys? Yeah. Okay. What was the next uh topic? Um, Pepe Le Pew, and and you know how uh people were upset. Yeah, which was crazy because. We didn't think that we was going to talk about um, cartoons again for the second <laughs> second time in a row, uh, and so we, well, we talked. We all grew up watching these cartoons. Well, well, yeah, I didn't grow up watching Looney Tunes. Well, yeah, I mean, but cartoons in general. And so, of course, we talked about the Lola Bunny thing. You guys uh-huh. check out last week's episode how we talked about it and everything. So then on Monday, the it news came out that they were not doing Peppy Le Pew because of rape culture. Yes. And uh, and this this all call a spade a spade. We do know that Pepe Le Pew was. And I'll be honest. Okay, so and it's so crazy they brought this up because last year I forgot it was one day I was at my mom's house and we were watching. I don't know how we got on on it, but we were watching Looney Tunes. But it was like the Looney Tunes, of course. She grew up watching, so it was like the older ones. Mm-hmm. And. I never paid attention to Looney Tunes. Um, so, in this one, it was Peppy Le Pew. And then it was like the one with the the Roadrunner and the Coyote. Mm-hmm. So, Peppy Le Pew, as he was watching it, I'm like, this is what y'all watch? I said, he is a little creep. This skunk, because Peppy Le Pew is a, a skunk, right? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get away. No, she's trying to get away, like, leave me alone. But he still keep popping up, like, trying to rub up on her. And she's like, leave me alone. Like, I'm, I'm running away. I'm, I'm walking away from you. But he keeps coming back. And I'm like, he don't understand no means no. She's like, get away from me. And you still trying to be up under me. Like, every time she would leave, he pop up where you at. Like, it is, he is a little creepy. And it really bothers me, too, like, people be in the comments like, it's a cartoon. You guys are making a big deal out of everything. And it's like, no, really, it's not because in actuality, back then, it's kids like, are watching it. And so what kids are going to be watching at that time. You don't going, understand it. Yeah. Or, or you watching it and you're thinking because it's a cartoon is OK. Yeah. Like, I mean, because it's a lot of stuff, you know, you don't really pay attention to when you're a kid because you're a kid. It's not your job to really be thinking like really deep thought into it and like the message but when you're an adult and you look at this stuff it's like uh, like this don't make no sense because even like the thing like the road runner and the coyote right mm-hmm. they in the desert this dude got freaking bombs everywhere where the hell are you getting this from granted i know it's a cartoon but it's like 
he blowing him up. He's like, beep, beep. Right? Mm-hmm. Freaking Coyote getting frustrated. But he trying to blow, like, he got C4 bombs and TNT. And I'm like, how, it's like, why has this for a kid? You showing them trying to kill each other. Like, it's, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, a lot of the time, um, you know, cartoons, they, you know, they, the, it, it also stems from the adults that's writing these and drawing these and all that. Um, but it's like also shows you too the times how it was like certain things back then were acceptable. They wouldn't be acceptable now. Now there's no way that a cartoon could come out and they're trying to kill each other and media and parents would be like, I'm not about to have my kid watching this. Yeah. You know, um, but on, on the cartoon talk, uh, what did you have on the, just on cartoons in general? <laughs> like, you know, how, when you watched them. As, I mean, I know you explained about that one. I know you had some other ones, I think, right? Um, yeah, like I told you about, like, uh, like the Rugrats. Mm-hmm. How, you know, I didn't pay attention to it when I was a kid. But now, me being grown, they were babies. And it's like, where were the parents? They, they- was out having all these adventures. And the parents wasn't even watching their kids. Yeah, you know, Tommy. Somebody should have called CPS. Tommy had that, uh, that, uh, that flathead screwdriver and was just picking yeah, that little like, lock. And, and, and that was, and that, to me, that was the worst, like, little setup. And put the kids in here so they won't go nowhere. And it's like. Yeah, but it's like, they, and it's like they weren't tallest because they were all clearly, like, in diapers. Mm hmm. So, negligence. Y'all ain't even watching y'all kids. Yeah. Y'all, y'all babies is leaving the house. Mm hmm. And y'all not. What y'all doing? You know, Tommy and all them, Chucky and Yeah, Phil even and like I know you mentioned um Hey Arnold, right? Yeah. I didn't realize until I was gonna find out the motherfuckers was in the third grade. Yeah, the fourth I think fourth grade. But they but they had lockers. Yeah. Um what? they had they had lockers. I remember when Gerald and Arnold worked in the flower shop, they had like actual jobs. They would be leaving um, like the grandpa. They were going okay. to the, they're going to the movies. They went to restaurants where they didn't have no money to pay, so they had to wash the dishes. They had a lot of things that at that time made me. It, it probably started to register in my mind, like okay, what age is third grade? Like a seven, eight? Uh, third grade is probably like eight, eight or nine. You was know. you doing that stuff at eight, nine? Nah, I was in the house watching them yeah, do all like, that. Even like I'm the episode where it like flooded, so they had to stay in the school mm-hmm. like overnight, and it's like. Wait, what? Yeah. Because uh, we, you know, because a lot of times, I think it was that we had to go with the imagination, but they really doing stuff in the city. It's, well, you know. it's just like also, too, is because, you know, with these cartoons, like I said, we were kids, so we we weren't thinking like that. Like, you know, when we were watching, we're, we're probably their age, but the stuff they were doing, we couldn't do that. You see, here's the thing, and I feel like some of those, like, they probably lived in that when that was, it was normal because I, I probably wanted to go to do some things like that at their age. And my mom was like, nah, we're not doing that. Or I got to have a chaperone. I'm like, I well, mean, but you know. they were also very mature. Yeah. But but still, it was, I mean, they had, let's go back to this. They had lockers. What periods did you have to go to your locker? Where you, in, el- in elementary in school. In elementary school where you, you go be in, the in the same, same class. class. Yeah. Because that's what they did. They was in the same class. But I'm like, you know, you you can't say that, oh, because well, they got to keep their stuff or something. That's things called cubbies in the back of the classroom. You're right. You got the little uh, the little hook for your backpack and all You're that right. other shit. You know, I'm going to tell you something crazy. Because um, you brought up Rugrats. So, one, 
Here's one thing. The parents definitely was not paying attention. Uh-huh. But they, they literally were in Paris. Paris, France. And they still wasn't paying attention to their kids. I know. You know. And you know what's so crazy, too? Like, I like uh, Rugrats Go to Paris. But the one, I, I never liked the first Rugrats movie. It scared me. Is it the one? Is that the one with Deal was born or was? I don't know. It was like they were in. They got stuck in the jungle. Yo, okay, I have a. Because I think it was like also too like circus or something like that. Yeah, it I, scared me. I think it's the first one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it like this. I got, I got a little beef with with Chucky. Why? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's weird because Chucky was such. He was such. A yo, kid. I know, I know. But when you're a kid, you don't realize it. But if you just happen to watch it as an adult, what? just like you know what? Let me reminisce of some old cartoons. And I remember watching that movie. And I remember what part of that movie because Little Dill was born. He's he's the he's he's a baby. They're all babies, but he's the the newer one. He's the newborn. Cool. So then you, you know, know, I just realized too. They was kids for a long ass time. They were. Well, I'll get to what also I'm gonna mention. In a minute. But here's the thing. So, uh, you know, they all rolling around. You know, and then you know how every time they in a little adventure, they do their little stuff, whatever. And then Tommy always saving Chucky. Tommy, help! That shit. So Mm -hmm. then this happened again, occurred. And then Tommy had to make a decision. My baby brother or uh, a neighbor. So he saved the brother. And then Chucky gonna have a little, he'll get a little mad. Yeah, it's about, I was screaming for help and you didn't even care. (laughs) <laughs> nigga, bow. That's what I would have did to him. Like, come on, you know, <laughs> like, uh, that made me mad then when I watched it as, as an adult. Uh, but real quick, hold on. Okay, so I'm looking this up. So Rugrats uh-huh. started in 1991. Mm-hmm. Two years okay. after I was born. So 91. All grown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know so all grown up. I really I, yeah, I was gonna bring you something about that. So that came out in, in 2001. In 2001. Mm-hmm. Now, that whole freaking time between that time, did they have them as babies? No, they had, what, yes, what? they had them as babies. So, they did. I, yeah, it's weird. Like, they never showed them actually. Like, I feel like they was toddlers, babies for years. That's every cartoon. I know, but. Eh. I feel you. I feel you. But no, but. Um, That's what also showed you, too, just like how unrealistic that shit is. So when I was in fifth grade, I was at the lunch table with my friends. And I remember, because, you know, me watching Rugrats as, you know, when I was younger, when I'm hearing the all grown up thing, and they basically about to be the same age as us, and, you know, in the fifth grade and shit, I'm like, oh shit, I kind of want to. I want to watch this. So I was like to my friends, I was like, hey, y'all, y'all ready to watch, uh, you know, are y'all watching the, the World Wars All Grown Up thing? And they gave me the look like, what? No. But I saved myself. Did you watch uh, the Wild Thornberries? Yeah, I did. I, I like the As Told by Ginger, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no? Right. Yeah, Ginger. Maybe because it was like a girl thing. No, I mean, it was cool. I mean, but uh, they, they treated my man Dar- Darren, Darren wrong, I think is his uh, name. I don't remember, you know, all the the, black I don't remember all the characters. You know. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you couldn't miss him. He had like a little fake. Face thing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, next topic. Alright, so uh oh, so uh your man's Papa John was act acting out crazy. <laughs> so basically, I'm gonna put it like this. So Papa John's we all know that, you know, he you know, him being racist and mm-hmm. him getting to a situation where, you know, he had the little conference call, you know, saying what he, you know, what he said and everything, cool. Right. So this man is like in an interview. This week it came out. Right. And uh, he was talking about how, you know, the N-word's not really in his vocabulary anymore. He hasn't, he hasn't said the N-word in, in 20 been, months. He's been 
working for the past 20 months to remove it. He ain't said he ain't said it in 20 oh, months. Oh, that's true. He's remove. been working for the past 20 months to remove it from his vocabulary. So, here's the thing. So, he had it like, it was like an AA meeting. Like, he go in like, hi, I'm Papa John's. Hi, Papa John's. Yes, and um, I have not said the word nigger in a year and eight months. And they all just start clapping and, and whatever. But the fact that he said he's been working on removing it, I'm like... That means you used it so many times. Yeah, I'm like, how how hard is it to not say a word? A word. Like, we got people that, you know, that they've probably been in AA meetings, you know, with, you know, like you drink for a long time. It's tough to kind of get away because, you know, that liquid tastes good or whatever. You're feeling good or whatever like that. You smoke cigarettes and, you know, things like that. We talk about a word, so you had to use that... But my thing is like All the time. he clearly doesn't have a PR team. There's no way. Nah, because he's doing all this stuff and everybody was just. How are you gonna say go. you try not to use it? You've been trying not to use it for the past twenty months. It's <laughs> like it's like you you were saying that as if you were saying that like you said the word A or I or B. Or D. Yeah. Like like I just I, I feel like I want to be a fly on the wall when when he's just chilling. What is he doing? He listening to some to some music, you know, or some shit like that. And then you know he just couldn't you know help himself to go ahead and say it. You know, watching some sports. Man, why did they go over there? You know, passing the ball to him. That's the craziest thing I saw. Right? Honestly. Like who just who just when I saw like, that I was like, this shit can't be real. That right? It was. Ain't no way he said he's been trying to weed it out of his vocabulary. Yeah. And stuff like that. And he made it. Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry. He made it seem like 20 bucks is an accomplishment. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it's stuff like that, though. It's so ignorant. You know, you just can't help but just laugh mm-hmm. because you sound stupid. And like you like, sound stupid. You, you like, look he, like dumb. He does. He, he does, and it's you know you just can't help but just laugh. Because what he said was just ridiculous. Right. And it's stuff like that. Just like, I can't even... The fact that that came out of your mouth. People yeah. don't be thinking before they speak. Yeah. But uh, speaking of people who, uh, um, you know, don't be thinking before they speak. So, I'm about to Cody get has it going. a rant. Yeah, I got a rant. So, this is Can You Believe This Shit. So you, and you have some after when I'm, you know, about to, to go in, right? Yeah, I believe so. All right. So, can you believe this shit? So, um, last week when Charisma had did hers, you know, she ended off with an Oklahoma story. If I'm not mistaken, it was last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, I got an Oklahoma one this week. And this one, I wouldn't, I, at first I was thinking, this can't be, this can't be true. But it was. Um, shout out to my man Terrence for, like, for posting the link on Facebook. Because that's how I was able to find this and really kind of get in, onto it. So, in Sepulpa, Oklahoma, there was a girls basketball game. There's a tournament going on. And it's between uh, Midwest City and Norman. And it was, the, you know, the Norman High, you know, because it's different schools in Norman, but, you know, whatever. And um, it's a sports network, you know, that wanted to have a game on. Cool. Well, the National Anthem is playing. So as the game is on uh, on a live stream, there were some gentlemen, or really just a person, you know, one of the gentlemen, had, did turn off their mics. He's not a gentleman. Well, he's not a gentleman. You're right. I'm sorry. I think I'm being respectful enough to say that part. Nah, My apologies. Because this, this dude, yeah. a guy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, freaking, um, Matt Rowan. Because I'm gonna put his name out. Because you, 
Now, I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'm going to try to refrain from a little bit, but I'm going to go in. So, he's looking at National Anthem is playing. So, he sees the Norman girls basketball team kneeling. So, he's saying, they're kneeling? Fucking niggers. I hope Norman gets their ass kicked. Fuck them. I hope they lose. Remind you, when you're in sport, when you're a sports commentator, you're supposed to be unbiased. You got to call it how you see it. But he gets upset about something that had nothing to do with the game. Matter of fact, to me, it's really not about this damn flag, about this damn anthem. So let me get this straight. Girls are kneeling during the national anthem, and you find that disrespectful. But the whole fucking time, you're talking during the anthem. And the, and the fact that you felt the need to say fucking niggers, mm-hmm. because that made you, that, 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 that was your trigger. Mm-hmm. And to come out yeah, so to he, blame, he, oh, he, yeah. he released a statement. Right. And um, and he basically, this is what he said. He was a family man. He was a family man. He was at one time a youth pastor. A youth pastor. Uh, but he also made, because he released a statement, he also made sure in a statement to basically say uh, his diabetes had spiked. So. He had and, low blood yeah, sugar. Yeah, and he was, uh, he was hallucinating. Uh, so basically, if the motherfucker would have had a honey bun, he wouldn't have said it. <laughs> so yeah, so he blamed his diabetes for his racism because his sugar was, you know, so low. Yo, I never heard some shit like that. I I, I don't I don't get I don't get it when so with so triggering about when when. We already kind of knew what was going on with the kneeling thing with Colin back mm-hmm. in like 2016. Mm-hmm. And so he, people asked him, he explained it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into the details of what everybody, because you know, the, oh, he said that's, this, he that, said that's this. That's a whole nother argument. Th- that's a whole nother argument. But what pisses me off is that the fact that people really just feel the need to think that's, that's supposed to be so disrespectful and stuff like that. First of all, let's put it like this. When we go to games, we go to sporting events, we go to anything that just at one point, you know, you're going there for the one particular purpose. So in the beginning of the stuff, you know, you may have a prayer and that's, you know, it's, you know, it, if it is happening, it is happening. Cool. But then you play the national anthem. We have everybody that bought a ticket for that is not listening to this song. OK, mm-hmm. it was it was wrote by a slave owner. You know, I, I don't get matter of fact. Do everybody that's listening to this, do y'all know that this national anthem was actually four verses, not just the one that we normally hear? And it's like about five minutes long. If people want to be oh so proud of being American and everything like that, play the whole damn song. And, and and it just it just bothers me about this because people really just want to get triggered over this stuff and whatever. And then the fact that people gonna get into like comments somehow, oh, I don't agree with what he said, but they shouldn't have been kneeling in the first place. Like that's supposed to be justifiable. All mm-hmm. right. And it's like what you're saying is the reason why they're kneeling. Right. And so it, it just, it, it it don't make no sense. And of course they, they wind up, you know, they canceling the network and stuff like that. It sucks because, you know, these these high school games could be potential like uh, footage for like, you know, college recruits. To, you know, because you know, everybody's not going to games because of what's going on in the pandemic. But mm-hmm. they could, you know, there could be somebody on there that really could be a baller that could, you know, earn a scholarship. They could have been this calling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For this to happen... I don't even know if they finished even doing the game. The fact that he probably went back into the booth and called the rest of the game like it ain't nothing. Fuck him. And fuck Francis Scott Key, who wrote that dumbass song in the first place. I bet none of y'all is probably listening to this have that is on your iPhone. Let's let's call it Space Spade. Y'all like that song so much? Stream it. Fucking bastard. Huh. <sighs> had to get that off my chest. No, I understand. Yeah. 
that damn song. Sick yeah, I've already uh, I already like told you how I felt and stuff. How, um, it's just so, it's just so upsetting. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and I always hate the fact that people always, you always, you always got a justification. There's always a reason why. You can never just own up to it. You can never own up to it. You can't just you, say I it, fucked it, up. You made I it sh- worse. I, I shouldn't have said what I said. I, eat, I, I fucked yeah. up, but instead you blame it on diabetes. Oh, if really? I had, if if my really? daughter was in that game, I find out like give me the name of them because I'm gonna find like, some stuff. Like you blaming it on diabetes though? That's why you say nigga. Mm. So when your blood sugar is low, you just start saying racial shit. That's what you do. You start saying nigga. That's what you do. <laughs> I yeah. never heard of that shit before. Fuck Matt Rowan. Fuck Francis Godkey. Fuck the NSFH, you know, network and the whole crew. And if you want to be down with races like that, then fuck you too. Okay. <laughs> all y'all have to start. Okay. <laughs> My four folks, make sure all your kids won't grow. Sorry. If y'all don't know where that song is from, it's Tupac. Hit him up um, if you ever want to listen to it. But I do have a Can You Believe This shit. Yeah, what you got? Um, I just have one. Uh, so this one... Was actually a man in Texas. Okay. So, a Texas man uh, drove a dealership loaner car to rob a bank and then tried to use the money to buy a BMW. Was he driving a BMW? You said a dealer car. So, he drove another car to get a BMW? He drove the car that the dealership gave him as a loaner to rob a bank. Mm -hmm. And that money he got from the bank, I think he went back to the dealership to buy a car. So, (laughs) so this was in Lubbock. Prosecutor said uh, he drove a vehicle loaned to him by a car dealership to rob a bank in Texas and bought the money back to try to use for a down payment for a BMW. Um, he He pled guilty. To bank robbery and has been sentenced to 20 years in federal prison. Um, it says, uh, this. I guess this story is kind of old. Um, I guess it happened summer of 2019 when he went to a bank in Texas and walked up to the teller. He's 50. The 50-year-old then put the bag of, put a bag from a fast food restaurant and a note on the counter. The note said, this is an effing robbery. Play with me and die. I want $10,000. And fifty and a hundred dollar bills now. You got one minute or I will kill you. He said, after showing the teller the note, Warren pulled uh pulled out and looked like a hand pulled out what looked like a handgun mm-hmm. and said, I ain't playing around. I only want hundreds and fifties. Um the teller gave Warren money from the drawer, including stacks of twenty dollar bills, with recorded serial numbers. Um Warren later admitted that after getting the cash, he drove away in a vehicle. That had been loaned to him by the car dealership. He then earlier was in the process of finalizing a sale of a BMW um, about 15 minutes after he robbed the place. Oh, so he went straight, straight over there. Straight to it. <laughs> it says Warren went back to the dealership in nice the loan car ride. and began waving cash around. Literally, he eventually went to the finance office and tried to finalize the purchase of the BMW with $3,000 cash as a down payment. Um, things began to fall apart for the robber when an employee at the dealership got a call informing him about a recent bank robbery, all while Warren was still there. The employee called the police after realizing the description of the vehicle used in the robbery matched the one loaned to Warren. 
So, yeah. So, it's the same vehicle? Same, yeah. No, so, he was there to... The car he robbed the bank on is not the one he wanted to buy. Okay, I see. Yeah. I, I thought it would be bad. Like, yeah. And he I wanted 10000 well, He, he, only, got, he only got 3000 But the fact that after you robbed him, you went straight to the dealership? Yeah. Straight. I don't think this is the one. How about that How about that beam right over there? Yeah. He left and 15 minutes later was back at the dealership. Yeah. And, and was waving the cash around. I got the money here. Cash. So, yeah. Uh... Other than that, y'all, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, until next time. Until next time, y'all. We'll see y'all later. We'll or, see you. Well, we'll, we'll see y'all. Well, uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.